Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And as you can see and tell, we are not in our normal setting. We're together. We're together, number one. Hey, this is nice. (laughs) And we've kind of set up like an ersatz uh, That's a big word for a Saturday morning. really good. Well, you know, I cheat because I know German, and so that one works well for me. But we've we've got a panel table going on Mm -hmm. that we've set up here at Maria's. In uh, Taylorsville. Yes. Yeah. Just one off, of uh, our favorite places. Just off 54 South in Redwood. We're looking at uh, 5400 South right yeah. now. Hey, yeah. 5400 South. How are you doing? So if you drive by right now, we can wave. <laughs> <laughs> or go back in time. Get your DeLorean get back over here. Well, that's true. You, there's some time travel that would need yeah. to be involved yeah. in that. But we that's had point. incredible nachos. Yeah. I had flautas. You had a tostada. Yes, it was delicious. Yeah, I had uh, sopes. Oh, that's right. Which I don't think I've ever had. I need to try something new. It, it was it was new for me too, but I really really liked them. They were cute. It was a cute meal for yeah, you. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like this big. They're like they're like the size of a coaster. They kind of looked yeah. like little pies. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and they come with three of them. It was delicious. That mixed with the nachos, I didn't eat all three of them. So that yeah, it was I'm very, taking food home for yeah. sure. It's a <laughs> that's lot. That's the thing. You get a, a lot, lot of food. food here. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's good sized portions and the food is really delicious. It's, family owned and operated. Yeah, family owned and operated. It is um, traditional Mexican fare. Yes. So, like, and that's important that you make that distinction because sometimes I talk to people and they're like, I really like Mexican food, and my favorite place is Cafe Rio. <laughs> that's a different type of Mexican and, food. And then I'm like, well, then you're not going to like this place because it's very different. You might. You might. I, I, like, I like both life. places, yeah. but I think it just depends on what you're in the mood for. Sure. And what you think more traditional that versus is. more Americanized. Yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah. this is this is very good. You can get so moles here, sopas, yeah. Yep. I got a flauta. Yeah. I always say I'm gonna try something new and I always get the nachos and the guac. Oh. I always forget like how much of a kick the guac has. Like it's not overpowering, it, but it's no. it, 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 it wakes you up in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the um, salsa too has a pretty good yeah. kick. Yeah, yeah, I like. Whereas that. usually in Utah Mexican restaurants, it's like you got to ask for the kick, and then <laughs> yeah. they just kick you. Yeah, and, and that's then... and that's not fun. <laughs> Nobody really wants that. <laughs> but I like that day. it has a kick and flavor because yes. I don't like when something's so hot that you're just like, this doesn't taste like anything, but my mouth's on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I need. I agree. It's got to have the flavor and the kick, and then yeah. it's a good combination. It's not overpowering. So. Yeah. I, it's weird to look outside right now <laughs> I know. because we are. We're right kind of looking forest. at shrubbery. <laughs> we are. We're, we're looking at shrubbery, and like we're just a little bit lower than street level, so yeah. it feels like. But we're not like in the basement. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just excited because I am a week away from Disneyland, Woo! so I leave Wednesday. Um, for the nerdiest thing I think I'm ever going to do, and that's go work uh, an event. And I have to ask you, because I I mess it up every time, I don't play. It's Magic the Gathering, right? Magic the Gathering. Um, It's an event that is just all about Magic the Gathering, and I'm going to go work it in Vegas, which is kind of a weird place to have such a nerdy event. 
I don't I know. See it in Vegas, but though. and then I'm going to drive from there to Anaheim to celebrate my daughter's 21st birthday, and we're going to be at Oogie Boogie Bash on Halloween night. That's so wow. cool. Um, I am dressing up as Dr. Facilier, yes. and I'm really excited about my outfit, and I'm doing the the face paint of the white skull, oh. so it's that, and I have a hat and all the, all the stuff. You need to go live. Um, I will try well, if do it doesn't. I will make sure I post photos. Okay. But I want to make sure that night is all about her. Oh, yeah. Um, but I will be posting videos and photos on both our site and Multiplane Podcast that week um, because I will be Disney bounding for the first time. Oh, cool. I have a whole, my daughter sent us a list of the days and what characters, like what we can choose from. Uh-huh. So we have villains the night of um, Oogie Boogie Bash. So I'm Shadow Man, uh-huh. Dr. Facilier. Um, on Tuesday, it's Winnie the Pooh. And so I am Piglet. Okay. On Wednesday, it is either Star Wars or Marvel. And if it's Star Wars, I'm wearing... My husband Dave got us those jumpers. Mm-hmm. And mine is... Um, That's cool. And I wore them before. I've worn mine before. But mine's the Mandalorian and his is Han Solo. Very nice. And then for Marvel Day, I can't decide, though. I can't okay. decide if I want to do something Spider-Man or if I want to do Black Widow because Dave is being Hulk. Okay. Uh, and so I don't know if... I haven't decided. I have things that could go with either of those. I just haven't made my ultimate decision. Uh-huh. And then on Friday, the last day we're there, it is Happily Ever After. So we pick our favorite, like, Happily Ever After couple. And Dave and I are being Eva and Wally. Oh, man. That's awesome. That'll be awesome. I cannot to wait see to see all those this. pictures. Yeah. It, it's hard. You mentioned going live, and I just think it's so hard because anymore when you're an influencer of any kind, That's, you feel like you have to go live from these things yep. instead yeah. of experiencing yeah. them. Yeah. So if you get the opportunity, it would be great to see you. But if you are I, in the I moment, to, that yeah. is important. No, you know I'm going to document yes. things. Yes. You know, especially because my daughter is going to be like, Oogie Boogie Bash, I'm going to get a lot of video and pictures and all of that anyway. Right. Um, but she's going to be um, Oogie Boogie. And nice. so I'm very excited um, for that. Well, and happy birthday, Sammy. 21. That's crazy. That's crazy. I have a 21-year-old. That's not possible. I am going to drink at Disneyland with my daughter. <laughs> well, it's California a- Adventure or <laughs> Downtown Disney. If she wants to, she may not be into it. Sure. Um, but if you're going to have your first drink somewhere, might as well, might be, as well be the happiest I mean, place on earth. It's every parent's dream. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that said she wanted to try a margarita on the pier. Okay, sure. Um, I actually don't think she'll like liquor at all. Mm. She's a very picky person. She uh-huh. doesn't take medications. Mm. She doesn't like things that have flavor. So I don't I don't think, and I'm not bashing you, Sammy. I love you, and your tastes are your tastes. Um, I don't think she'll love it. So okay. I think I'm going to have a margarita. Hey. I'm basically going to buy her a margarita. And then you get a And then she's going to test it and be like, that's gross. Can I get one without alcohol? And I said, yes, you can. And I'll take that one. Yeah. Well, you don't want it to go to waste. No. Absolutely I am not, not a wasteful person. Well, have you seen the prices for drinks in Disneyland? You <laughs> yeah, definitely I- don't want to let it go to waste. <laughs> but I love going down to the pier and getting the bread bowl. Oh, it's yeah. like my favorite. Oh, I went the last time I went at Halloween time, it was right before they started doing the after hours party. Yeah. It was like the year before. But on the pier, they had a pumpkin chorizo soup in a bread bowl. So good. 
That's very so basic good. of you. I'm I so never proud would of have you. thought <laughs> I'd have pumpkin soup. But yeah, it was really. Really, good. I haven't tried it. I will have to yeah, try it. It's, it's so. very basic I don't know if they'll still have it. I'm so proud years of you. Ago, but. That was one of the most backhanded. Like, I love it. That's so basic of you. I'm so proud. Way to go. Way to be basic, Tracy. Tracy is anything but basic. <laughs> I know. Especially when it comes to food. Like, he is a very adventurous person when it I comes try to, to be. I, trying There are new certain things, things that I foods. don't like, but I will try stuff to see. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I always think I do Disneyland right, and then I see Tracy's pictures of all of your food, and I'm like, where were these things? What? How did I not see? Why do I not know? So, one, at some point, well, all three of us yes. are going to go to Disneyland, and you're going to show yes. us how to food Absolutely. Disneyland. 100%. Yes. And that is going to be an epic day. That's or epic five. Week. Yeah, it's going to have to be more than one day. Where would you guys go to Disneyland to do? Just eat. Just we eat. just went there to eat. Yeah. You would never <laughs> say that about Lagoon. Nope. There's a lot of things I wouldn't say about Lagoon. And there's a lot of things I would say if that were the topic of the show. <laughs> but it's not. But, but it's if not. that's your jam, today. then go to Lagoon and have a good time. Yeah, Lagoon's absolutely. not really my jam. Absolutely. Um, but we are actually talking about an animated movie today that is not a Disney movie, but is now on Disney Plus because mm-hmm. it is a uh, 20th Century Fox yes. movie, which Disney Plus now owns. So it's really cool because, um, and we're going to get into it, but Disney is known for their animation. And I think that they have adopted a very visually cool animated movie into their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. I sat down and was watching this, and of course it was a kids' movie, and so the kids all came in. Uh, they they also come in when it's not a kids' movie, right. but then I have to try to shoo them out. <laughs> uh, or I just am more selective about the times that I'm watching it. But this sure. was the middle of the afternoon, we turned it on, and uh, Ben came in, and he was like, oh, this is a lot like Coco. Just like right mm. off the bat, he mm. picked up yeah. on some of the visual similarities. And because I believe the Book of Life did it. It came out before, came out before Coco. Mm-hmm. But Coco doesn't mean that it wasn't in, in thoughts but before. Um, but they are similar in what they're about. Right. But the movies themselves are very, very, different. Very, very, very different. different. But I think the Book of Life gets forgotten about. Yeah, it does. Um, but I have to tell you, I have seen some amazing cosplay at oh, yeah. um, books or at books at, at books, conventions yep. about the book of life like the big red dress and red hat I've seen America. and it's amazing these cosplays from this movie well yeah. it seems like this is one of those movies that when it did come out for whatever reason I can't I feel like there was something it, it came out the time of year that it came out it went up against Disney Pixar something, something. and it just didn't ever like do huge at the box office like I don't I don't think it flopped. It, it made a hundred million. Yeah, which is, which is for an animated feature is not it's bad. Not bad. Yeah. That's that's good. But it didn't really catch on to the public zeitgeist. You know? Right, but I that's zeitgeist. A German that's word, another right? German. We <laughs> so we are multicultural. We both done a German word. It's on you now. I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> that's fair. The same movie. So it was 2014. Was the Book of Life. The Box Trolls, which I think is another one people forget uh-huh. about, but yeah. Big Hero 6, uh, yeah. Penguins, but I think the big one was the Lego movie. Yes. Came out that year. Um, Song of the Sea, which is actually a really cool animated movie that we should do- talk about sometime. I haven't seen that one. Um, uh, Rio 2, which nobody cared about. Um, a-, a bunch, there was a bunch of animated movies that way. Uh, let's see. 
But I think that was the biggest one. Yeah. Big Hero yeah. 6 of the Lego Big movie. Big Hero Those 6 are... Lego movie. Well, I feel like Lego movie was probably a February release. Yeah. That's... Probably. And then I think yeah. Big Hero 6 probably went head to head a little bit. With... A little bit. Because yeah. I imagine this had to have How to Train Your Dragon 2 came yeah. out yeah. at the same mm. time. Um, so that was the year we got Lava, the short, I love, which oh, I which love. Which is a great lava. short. Yeah. I love Lava. Um, a lot of really great animated movies that year. Feast was that I, year. I bet you're right. I bet you Big Hero 6. If they went head to head, it was probably. So, so it kind of gets lost in the shovel, but I feel like it has also gained a, a cult following. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Val, you know, I think that you do see a lot, but there is so much visually from this movie that yes. is interesting. And, and if I was a cosplayer, and I'm not, only because that's just not, your not, thing. not my thing, I respect the heck out of them. If mm-hmm. I was a cosplayer, like, this would be a huge challenge, whether it's La Muerte or Sabalba. Uh-huh. Like, trying to put that costume together would be really impressive, and pulling that off would be really cool. Had you seen it before? No, this was the first time that I had seen okay. it. So I had heard of it, I had heard about it, um, but it, it just missed my... I do want to say before we get yelled at, and um, a small movie called Frozen that won the Academy Award that year for Best Animated Feature. Okay, that's what buried it. It was Frozen. I'll bet it was Frozen that buried this one. (laughs) Because I imagine this had to come out in October ish time because it's that's when I would assume so. September October. Yeah, Yeah. because you want it. You want it in theaters Mm -hmm. for the Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, little movie called Frozen. You may not have heard of it, but... And I just... Well, I actually... And I never thought I would say this in my life. I would love to do an animated show where we talk about these because I just finished the book, The um, Women of Animation. Yeah, I saw that. And Frozen was actually thought about in the beginning of the Disney animated years, but it didn't come out until recently. And so was um, Lion King and Aladdin. Like, there was a whole bunch of movies that were thought of Way mm-hmm. back in the beginning, that didn't come out until later. After the people that had visually put those things together were no longer at wow. the studio oh, anymore, but they kind of set the tone. And Little Mermaid was one of those that was thought of in the beginning, and it ultimately saved. It brought, it became it, to the it, Renaissance. That was the beginning right? of the, the Disney Renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah. But I think something like Little Mermaid is the reason why we can have a movie like Book of Life now mm-hmm. because of the characters and the visuals and the colors that were used and that were not really used in things in the way that was done. But that was one big thing that, of the Book of Life was the animation style was so cool. It's so different. So different. Well, and I love they set that up at the beginning because you have the, the basic premise is you have a, a group of kids going to a museum. The tour guide gives them a tour, but she's giving them a special... Day of the um, Dead tour, the, yeah. Out of the way tour that not everybody gets. Um, but she talks about at the beginning, all of the characters are like these wooden characters. And she says, these represent the figures. Yeah. And that's what informs the rest of the film. So they all look like these wooden Boxes, marionette yeah. type yeah. of characters. Yeah. Yeah. And that took some adjustment, I think, at first for me as I was watching. It, it does look really cool. And the colors and everything, visually, it's very, very appealing. I didn't like the group of kids at the beginning. The one that had mm. like the hair growing over his face, and I'm like, I don't. I didn't Dang like kids! That Everybody as knows much. that kid, though. Oh well, yeah. sure, like. Well, <laughs> I mean, that could have been my six kids. Honestly, that could have made up that group. The little girl who's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and depending on which day of the week we're talking about, that mm. could be any of my girls. But. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a very different style, and 
And that was another thing that Ben commented on. And I'll give you, throughout this, I might give you little snippets yeah. from what Ben said. Please. But he commented that it was like watching a Roblox game because they were very boxy, like I Roblox could, characters. I could see him making that connection, yeah. I think, it, I think the quality was higher than what you would see in a Roblox game, personally. Mm-hmm. No idea what this game is. Oh. They're all block Sorry. figures. Right. I mean, I got, I got that yeah. with context clues, Mine- but I've never, <laughs> like... seen Minecraft? Yeah. It's similar to Minecraft, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. But but the kids play my kids play Roblox way more than they should, and so he was like, "Yeah, it's like a Roblox movie." <laughs> but I thought it was better. The animation was better than mm-hmm. that. So I love it because this is one of the first um, movies that we get to meet uh, Diego Luna, yes. who is Andor, yeah. right? Yeah, um, I had forgotten that he was in this. Yeah, and I'm well, this cast is night. pretty fun. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm watching this last night, and I'm like. That sounds like Diego Luna. I don't know if he was in it. And I paused the movie and looked it up, and I'm like, it is Diego Luna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we hadn't had I think this was a like his fourth film, but his first animated. American. Yeah, um, and first American first and animated. first animated that, uh, that I'm aware he got, of. But. He got a claim on uh, E2 Tambien. Um, but your your Spanish is so spot on, Tracy. Oh, I, <laughs> it is so good. So gringo. I t- I, I took Spanish in college 25 years ago. You so. guys are throwing out different languages. I'm just trying to say people's <laughs> names right. But So we have Diego Luna. We have Channing Tatum. We have um, George R. Don't know how to say his last name. Gutierrez. Gutierrez. And, of course, your man, Guillermo, is producer of the show. And we have one of the voices. And one of the voices. Yep. The amazing uh, Zoe Zaldana, mm. Ron mm-hmm. Perlman, who I just started listening to his book today. Okay. Um, oh, interesting. And it's interesting so far. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Um, of Christina Applegate. Just a lot of different. And I love um, Gab- Gabriel Iglesias is <laughs> so hilarious in his character. You don't see him very often, mm-hmm. but when he... He's there. I, I just you. you and this was like when so he was funny. just starting. Too was so it? Similar. I thought he's been around for a while. Yeah, he's, been he's been around, around for a while. For a while. But like like in the his stand-up maybe stuff not. has been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, maybe he wasn't in the I, mainstream. I but I've known just, about him. For I think a while. he was just kind of peeking into. the I was mainstream. on the same plane as him one time, like really? five years ago. Yeah, I, I was like, hey, he was walking you. on like the same time I was, and I was like, oh, that's cool. You're f- I, I didn't say anything to him, but I wanted to say, you're funny. And then yeah. I was like, don't say that, Val. Yeah, that's good, because he's say, probably he's heard like, that yeah. one before. I hope so, because that's how I pay my <laughs> <That's>, bills. <laughs> that is literally what makes me money. Um, that was a great stars, they're just like us moment. You know? yeah, yeah, we're both getting on the plane. Yeah. Putting stuff in the overhead compartment. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I loved about this, though, is so often with animated films, you get voice actors, you get actors who have big names that they cast. Yeah. And they don't, and you just hear that actor's voice and that's, you, you can't you help can't but get think past that's it. Yeah. who it is. Yeah. Like, and like casting Chris Pratt as Mario. Exactly. Oh, um, <laughs> which we probably will get into when we. At some point. At, I'm sure we will at some out. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like but it is not Tatum, today. he's such a funny dude. Yeah, like, he's a good actor. I loved him in the in the Coen Brothers film, and I can't think of the name of it. I um, hate that movie. I know you like it, but I hate it. Hail Caesar, I think it was. But, um, but <laughs> I, like, I love like, it when it's so blatant like that. I loved it with this. I hate that movie. Like, that is a, that, I love those listen, moments. We've been I don't, together for I long don't enough actually that we can just do that. I don't actually hate any movie. If no, you, you know me well one. enough, I don't really hate anything. I don't care for the two movies that usually people say they love him in, mm-hmm. and it's the race car movie where they the heist. 
Okay. Movie? Isn't he in that one too? I don't know which one you're talking about. Maybe that's not him. Anyway. But I, I'm not a huge fan of Hail Caesar, and I want to be. Mm. I really wanted to like that movie. And yeah. I, I feel angry at myself that I don't like it. It's not the Coen Brothers' best, but there are parts. Yeah. Like, his dance routine in that is hysterical. I think the movie that but. I like him the most in is actually Free Guy, because uh-huh. he plays into the stereotypes of himself yeah, so much well. that I just love... That he went and did this small part. He played the biggest stupid head. I'm going to say that instead of the word I wanted to use. <laughs> he was like almost typecast into what people think he is right. if he was a video gamer, right? Right. right. Um, and I just love that he... Because it's hard to do that. Like yeah. you might think it's easy to go in and do that, but I thought that was so cool of him to do. Mm. It's hard to do it well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because... You have to really have a good sense of humor of yourself to, like, do that really well. Because if you don't, then it's going to come across as insincere Mm -hmm. or it just doesn't play well. Mm -hmm. But I thought he was hilarious in Free Guy. Loved him in Free Guy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, just the the coloring in this film. And I thought it was really cool. I read a, a little background on the film. And the director didn't want his animators to go to Mexico. Because he said, then you're going to get locked into a certain view of it. And he said, I come to me and ask me questions, and I'll tell you what my childhood nice. was like. I want this kind of super different. He didn't want a realistic version of Mexico. Yeah, I mean this because it's a it's a make believe that's based on the interpretation of um, traditions, right? Right. right? Um, but what I thought was really cool is there are certain scenes in the movie that are animated as if you were to shoot that beauty shot. Like when you have the scene where uh, the two main characters are, they have the moon in the background yep. and the trees and he kneels down. Like that's a shot. Mm-hmm. That's, right. mm-hmm. It's an animated shot, but it's a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so there were just some really cool moments that are animated just as if we were shooting it with a camera. The other one that made me think of that, too, when I was watching this last night, is the uh, towards the end when Manolo has come back from the dead mm-hmm. and they're kissing and then the camera is doing the 360 yes. spin. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. not something you often see yeah, that's in That's a Sandra Bullock film. movie. That is totally a Sandra Bullock <laughs> movie, absolutely. Yeah, and, that, and to do that in animation is pretty amazing. Like, they pull off a lot of really cool stuff in yeah. this, well, visually. I, I love, too, that mo- a lot of the animators were Mexican. A lot of the voice actors were... It, it just it felt very sincere. It didn't, feel yeah. me- it didn't feel like a corporate movie. Right. You know, Even it though it felt was like a, a big, fat corporate it was. movie. It absolutely sure. was. But it <laughs> felt like it was coming from a genuine place. Yeah. It didn't feel like, oh, we're just going to cater to this audience and then try and milk some money out of it, which, yeah. of course, obviously they wanted to do. Yeah. But it didn't feel like there was a lot of corporate oversight. It felt like it had a singular voice. Which right. I, which I liked. Yes. Yeah, and that's, that's rare to find in a big corporate movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because well, usually the corporate, uh, the studio well, most gets of the animated movies that we see are all big studio corporate movies, right? You know, because yeah. that's what makes well, money. I mean, there are a lot of animated movies that are out there that we don't see. I don't know if I would consider Disney a big corporation. Sorry, I should not wait me. until you're drinking to say something like take. that. <laughs> um, I mean, like there, 
there's a ton of animation that comes out every year that hardly gets seen. Sure. Um, there's a lot of animation that's streaming. You should For go out sure. and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I'm not against corporate animation. I no. mean, I'm, I'm a, I don't think it always hits the same. Right. Um, well, it's, it's interesting. When you look at, you look at some of the earlier Pixar stuff compared mm-hmm. to some of the newer stuff yeah. that's come out. Mm-hmm. When, when Pixar was being distributed by Disney, but they were still... A, a company under themselves, more independent, and it yeah. seemed their stories to me seemed more. Not that I'm bagging on Pixar at all, but like right. they seem more creative, more original, challenging. And, yeah, like, and now more, it seems like they're doing more sequels uh-huh. and more safe choices. Mm-hmm. Um, although that, to be fair, like Turning Red and Soul were two of my favorite movies that have come out recently that were not sure safe in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean you got to pay the bills at the end of the day, but at the same time. But like Lightyear, come on! Uh, that, that is, I really enjoyed Lightyear. I, Lightyear so. was Lightyear was fine, it was okay. but I don't think it was the same kind of challenging storytelling that we see awesome. before from from Pixar. It was still great, and don't get me wrong. Like I'll go see an MCU movie, and I love it. And th- that is just filled with like we are. This is a cash cow that we are milking, <laughs> and I get that, and I still enjoy it. But you. But Pixar has evolved over time as they've become more part of that corporate entity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Well, and just... I, you've seen this. We haven't seen it yet, but I kind of have heard people feel the same way about the new Black Adam movie. That it's like you can tell there was so much corporate. I mean, that's how into it. I mean, that, the, the thing about um, and I won't go too far in the in the yeah. I don't want to distract us, but um, in the weeds here. But so when you get a company. Um, like Warner Brothers, and they're hooked up with a company like DC, just like you have Disney and Marvel. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Warner Brothers is that Warner Brothers has always been a big box office um, movie set. Like that's that's their that's spiel. True. Right. They don't ever say they're not that. And so I think when you go to see a Warner Brothers slash DC movie, you know that you're going to get this big bombastic bo- yeah thing. Um, what Black Adam? What I think they were trying to do with Black Adam, and they didn't quite hit the mark with it, um, is they were trying to show that they can have a big action-packed movie with big stars again that brings you into the characters that you love. Um, They almost did it. Mm. They almost didn't. That movie didn't suck. (laughs) Um, I I really enjoyed the action. I really enjoyed... It felt a little bit like The Mummy um, with 300 in there mm. like oh, it had that feel so visuals there are visuals in that movie that i haven't seen before That's and cool. what i like with warner brothers is that they do push the boundaries on visuals but what they lack is um trying to come up with original content which they have loads of original content around these superheroes they're worried too much about what the more popular kid at school is doing and that's where they've been the last 15 years of their life with a lot of their movies and that's where they fail that's where aquaman really surprised me is they let james wan go nuts with that movie that movie shouldn't have worked at all yeah and it does yeah it's not the greatest yeah But it's a fun little thing well, that's its own. All I know is that what I've heard is that Black Adam is the greatest superhero movie ever. It was said by Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> if you think I'm going to argue with The Rock about anything, so, forget it. This is all I'm going to say. You know how much I love The Rock. I do. And I really wanted The Rock to um, save DC Warner Brothers, right? right? Um, and they almost did it. The, the movie for me was about 35 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much a Tenant Nolan movie where it was loud mm-hmm. AF. 
Yeah. Um, and it was one storyline too many. Okay. So take one storyline out, bring the volume down a little bit. Maybe I'm old. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I just think when you're, this is what, when we get into movies like um, a movie that we're talking about today with the Book of Life, that a lot of what is cultural about that movie is the music and the sound. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you have music and sound throughout and you don't have quiet moments where the audience can be one with the character and the right. actor and really get to know that character and care about them, it just feels like you're watching a music video the whole time and you're just waiting for it to end. Yeah. That's where Warner Brothers doesn't yeah. hit, where Marvel hits. Marvel can do a three-hour movie, take out anything except for dialogue so that you feel like you are captivated with this moment, with these people. You care about the characters, regardless of how many times you've seen them on screen, and you're emotional. But what Warner Brothers can't take away from DC is that music and the sound. And that's where I think that if they would have had moments, these big dialogue moments where it's heartfelt, but they have music going in the background... Don't be afraid of taking that music out, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we, but we see it in this movie as well, mm-hmm. where there are those quiet moments. Yeah, yes. and that, and that in, helps. A, in an animated movie that is based on culture and uh-huh. based on yeah. this, they had the guts to say no for yeah. a minute, so that we can actually cap, be captivated by this character in that moment, and just let the action, the acting, the dialogue reign in, and and that's why I think Black Adam. If they would have left music out of those moments, it would have stepped it up a little bit more for me. Well, in, in this film, I love the fact that they, they took these pop songs. Yeah. But put this complete twist on yeah. it and made it folklore mariachi so this Now we're getting to the part that I struggled with a okay. little bit. <laughs> okay. I liked that a lot. Okay. What I didn't like about it is then they had some original songs in there. And the reason I didn't like it is the original songs were not as good as the pop songs that they included. Like, they just... And and it was just a very jarring, noticeable, like, okay. Like, it was like getting this really cool pop song and then, like, the equivalent of, I'm a map, I'm a map, I, you know, from Dora Why? the Explorer. Why did you do that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, I'm but, glad you said what that was from because I have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's that's... To me, how it felt. I just like, always wonder, the like the pitch the meeting big... for "I'm the Map." I know. Like, there's a guy in the pitch meeting when they're all sitting around the table. Okay, so now we have a map, and we <laughs> right. need a song. And the guy's like, "I got it. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map." <laughs> Winner. <gold. laughs> yeah, perfect. And it is because we it all in. remember it. So throw it in. But, but like when he's singing the song to the bowl oh, at I the like end, that song. which is a which is a great moment in the movie, right. and it doesn't take me out of the movie completely. I'm like this song just it, it's not one that I would turn on and listen to again. That's that's a good point. But that, but the fair. the versions of the pop songs that they had in there were gold I and never, I thought they were fantastic. I never thought taking a uh, uh, creep by Radiohead. Yeah. Taking a Radiohead song and putting it to a mariachi background and and it worked. And it worked. <laughs> it and was a, really and cool. Animated and kids animated movie. Yeah, because movie, Creep yeah. is not a kid's no. song. No. Not at all. <laughs> like, I don't want my six-year-old to see to creep typically. I mean, they don't know what it means. Look, when I all. when I first started listening to that song, I didn't know what it meant until, like, two years ago. Book yes. of Life, Fight Club. Both had Creep. Both very different <laughs> movies. Very different movies. <laughs> I, had, I was uh, listening to music a while ago, exercising, and my playlist, it popped up with Creep. And then it was followed by Loser by Beck. And I thought, 
This is not the pick-me-up kind of music that I want for right now. I'm just going to go sit in the corner. You can cry your way through your workout. I've done it before. Yeah, I almost did. I switched to Imagine Dragons and I was fine. That would make me cry. Then you get... That's, that's fair. I totally get it. I don't nothing against Imagine Dragons. It's not my jam. But well, that's yeah. I mean, that's the cool thing about music is yeah, and movies. So many different of other music. Yeah. You listen to yeah. But, no, but I do. I love it when you take a song that you know and you reimagine it oh, and reinvent absolutely. it. I really like that. And I just thought the juxtaposition of not only the color, the animation the cubism that was in this movie and then all these different songs it just shows you that yeah there may have been some cultural mishaps with this movie they shouldn't have as much as Channing Tatum is funny I think it was kind of a miscast but you needed to have you need to make money a little bit of a name yeah and uh but all in all I think it was really fun and enjoyable yeah I love for the most and, and I agree with you I thought I, I wouldn't have guessed that that was Channing Tatum, um, and I didn't remember that until I looked up Diego Luna. Um, but I love um, Ron Perlman yeah. doing Zabulba. I mean, yeah. like, he kind I of mean, reminded me of Hades with James Con. No. Yeah, James Con. No, it's no. else. Um, anyway, it kind of made you me think Google. of Hades from Hades. I don't. My Google is over there. Yes, Google. <laughs> Hold, please. Hold, please. But, yeah, no, I liked Sebulba. I liked um, La Muerte. I liked the relationship between the two of them as well. Um, and then the guy, the candle maker in the middle. Yes. Was just kind of there. Ice um, Cube. But, but Ron, Ron, James Woods. James Woods. We knew it was James, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes more sense now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um, but I really, Ron Perlman is so talented, and I think that we forget that sometimes because... Mm-hmm. Um, of the some of the films that he's been in, some of the characters that he's played, and, and I think people seem to gravitate toward, you know, like Sons of Anarchy was huge, and he right. was in that, and right. that was a role that people kind of instantly recognized. But he is a really talented actor, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. And I think voice acting really brings that out in a lot of performers that yeah. don't typically do a lot of voice acting. You get to see them in a whole new light, because until you... Look up that that's who played Sybil, but I don't think that becomes completely it, apparent. You're not right immediately away. like that's Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, and and I like that. Well, and I love just like Zoe Zaldana. Like she is this no nonsense character um, that has so much humor and like this brevity like to her because it doesn't hit you over the head like oh you know it's another. Because you know you hear it all the time. It's another just strong female. The blah blah blah. You don't oh hear that gosh. about male. You know, like no, you, it's no just, because it's just a male character, be, right? Exactly. Um, but it has. It's just so playful and mm-hmm. fun, but real at the same time. Like I can see myself saying those things, like when they're having the fight, and then she's <laughs> like, "And you're both in love with the same thing." Well, that's original, you know. And the guitar goes flying, and you know, it's just and that that scene in general, like mm-hmm. having that big open space in an animated movie with. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge space to animate. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. And then to have all the different angles in that animation, like there's so many things going on with the story that is cool in that scene, with the characters that are cool. But then if you tr- shut the sound off and you pause it and just see everything that's yeah, in that it's room really amazing. and how fast that camera mm-hmm. spins yeah. around, mm-hmm. it's just cool. Just very well done. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, and I love that that. You know, you've got kind of this love story that's going throughout, and you feel a little bit bad for the guy with the metal. I forget his name. The 
Not not the main protagonist, Ooh, but the um, hold hold please. Um, I had it. You, you feel a little bit bad for Joaquin. Him. Joaquin, Joaquin. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Of course it's Joaquin because every time he jumps anywhere, Joaquin. Like I don't know why I forgot that that was his name. <laughs> I I loved the uh, I loved the originality of the Sanchez family. Oh yes. my gosh! Where you have because they all died fighting bulls, and then the mom later so when they're in the land of the dead, and the mom's like, "Well, there's a reason you guys. There are so many of us here, you know." Like, yeah. <laughs> but, well, but you have the you have the ancestor who's lost one arm and he has a sword, and then he's lost a leg and he has a sword for a leg. <laughs> yep, yeah, of course. It's very creative. Yeah. It, it was, and I love that moment, too, when he finds his mom and he's like, yeah, I became a bullfighter just like you wanted. Like I wanted. Yeah. When your father gets here, like... <laughs> Dad said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I loved the, the, the couple, you know, Manolo. Like, she makes him better. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think... When you're looking for that special someone, whoever that is for you, it's someone who makes you better and make not just better, but your best self. Because yeah. that's really what it is. It's not, she doesn't want him to conform to her thoughts and whatever, but. She wants him to see the greatness that he has in him and exactly. to notice it. Right. He was always that better person. He just didn't know it yet. Well, the, yes. I, I really like too is that they didn't make Joaquin the villain. Yeah. Because oh. oftentimes that's the trope. You get the love triangle, yeah. and the one guy gets jealous, and he becomes evil and, and mean, and then they have to fight. And instead, it's like they still have this friendship between the three of them, yeah. which I really like. Because oftentimes it's the two guys are friends, and the girl's just kind of the object that they're going after. Whereas this, they were like three friends that were all together. Yeah. yeah. Which I really love. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't a bad guy. Like, he was no. still trying to do good stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and and for him the the struggle was could he be that big heroic person without the medal right and in the end he he figures a way to do it uh, I like that too yeah all in all it's enjoyable but like I totally forgot the movie existed yeah which is the it's issue but I think you know 2014 was an explosion of animation between 2000 sorry I'm gonna sneeze between 2013 and 2018 yeah. It, there was like an explosion of animation, and actually, yeah. I think it started in 2012. 2012, yeah. Um, and it was just hard to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for the longest time, it was one Disney movie every and, year or every other. And year. when you're a family trying to go see just if you only have so yeah, many selections, right. and I hate to say this, most people, especially here in Utah, and mm-hmm. I don't know how it is in other cities, but I know we usually hold records, but they're going to go towards the Disney movie. Right. So I'm kind of excited the fact that this movie got picked up and is on Disney Plus because I think a lot of people that maybe have missed it before mm-hmm. will now experience this movie and of course you're going to make those you know you're going to say okay well it's like Coco you know it's okay there are a lot of animated movies out there that are like a lot of other animated movies just like a lot of other movies are like a lot of other movies right. but there's so many stories to tell yeah. and Coco is so different in mm-hmm. tone in animation in storyline yeah. they just they happen just to have to a similar thing the day of the dead yeah right. a similar thing and that's <laughs> the thing is and I think that's when you're making comparisons right you can say well this is similar in that it happens on the same holiday and it yeah. is a similar culture and everything else not but the stories are very, very the different. Christmas movies the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is just another Christmas movie that's exactly the same. And 
that's, on Hallmark, yes. N- yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> like, there's a difference between the Christmas movie genre and then a Hallmark Christmas movie that that's is. Just, exactly. We're saying, oh, it's another princess movie. Right. Well, Mulan is not. Ariel is not mm-hmm. Snow White. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And and so that's okay that this happens on the same tie or yeah. same day, same holiday, yeah. same culture. I think all of that's great because guess what? It's a culture I'm not as familiar with. And right. we don't see very much of it. Right. right. On the public view. So and, and, and the thing that I love and I, I kind of knew this before, um, but I love how different their view of death is than what we typically think of. Yeah. So typically we think about dressing in black and yeah. being mournful it's a and celebration. Quiet. And here it is celebration and color and light and candles and sharing. Well, it, and I love it's a that. continuation. Yeah. And and they had the two places, right? Mm-hmm. Very similar to the western world idea and Mexico's in the western world. I know. I, I get what you mean. But yeah. but very similar to the Judeo-Christian sure. tradition of excuse me, the Christian tradition of heaven and hell. But for them, the heaven were the people, the ancestors who were remembered, that people still yeah. knew and remembered, and the hell was when you got forgotten. Which, and, that's and a pretty good that's definition That's really of powerful. Yeah. yeah. Like, you went to the land of forgotten when your family didn't remember you anymore, when there was yeah. no one left to remember yeah. who you were. Well, And that tie to ancestors and family... You see that in so many different cultures and in so many different stories. And I think it's something that's pretty universal. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and not to bring us down or anything, um, but... Well, it wouldn't be a show if you didn't. On- <laughs> I'm teasing. That is not true. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I took my dad this last Memorial Day and took him up to uh, Wallsburg, this small little town at Provo Canyon where um, my great-grandmother is buried, and he was just like, you know, I know your great-grandmother's parents, but you guys didn't ever know her, and you're not going to come up here and put flowers on theirs. And so my dad was just saying, you know, after a couple generations, you are forgotten, and he got really emotional about it. And I was like, you know what, that's kind of true. So I was thinking about that last night while watching this. Yeah, I just want to point this out. I have bad allergies today. I don't have a tissue, but I have a dryer sheet. So I'm gonna do this. Do you want it's me to gonna get be the napkin? fresh, so clean. I've, <laughs> that's all I had like in my what, pocket. Like chemicals are in a dryer sheet that <laughs> like are gonna affect your nose. I mean, it smells delicious, and there's gonna be no static up there. So <laughs> it's a win-win. I mean, really, that's all I had in my pocket. Other, that's all know. I had in my pocket, other than my can, gloves, can, and I'm not gonna wipe my nose with my gloves. I'm good now. Okay. But I don't. Just, I don't know what we've been doing for the last. I don't know for however long. Dryer sheets. It's have been now around. gonna be like a Mean Girls <laughs> thing, is, and everybody's gonna go out. It's. I'm not <laughs> condoning Wednesdays, it because if something sheets. happens to you, this is. Yes, was, this was an emergency moment. We don't know what the consequences long-term are going to be of the dryer sheet. I'll let you know in a couple of days what's going on in there. If you really want yeah. to know, message me. Yeah. See, <laughs> send us a message. This is why I love this show. Because like, we talk about a little bit about what movie we want to watch, and then everything is just completely off the cuff. And, and sometimes it's yeah. a very little bit that we talk about the movie that we want to talk sure. about. I think we're doing but a really good job, good job today. today. With yeah. ratio this is no Karate Kid episode. The Karate Kid episode is still legendary in my mind. <laughs> And and there is still the missing quote unquote Back to the Future episode where we also did not talk about no, Back to the Future. No, we did not at all. But I just love the fact that we're like talking about like being forgotten in the generations, and that it's like 
I've got a dryer cloth, and I'm going to make sure my nose is static free. I just love that. I think that's great. Yeah, I, I. Sorry to ruin your heartfelt moment with static. <laughs> no, it was good. But you that's waited. What a good movie does. You waited you until the, the heartfelt exactly. moment was over. You do the heartfelt moment, and then you got to bring them back up. Yeah, that is filmmaking. Sometimes people forget how to do that in yeah. a story, and then you just feel sad. Right. And I don't. Feeling sad is good, but but yeah. you know you want a little yeah. bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that this movie did that either. Like it didn't make me feel sad. Um, although, love- although my favorite is my Baron came in while uh-huh. I was watching it. She's like, oh, "Are you watching Book of Life?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "I watched this the other day." I said, "Oh, good." She's like, "The ending is really sad." I'm like, "Well, I haven't seen it, so thank you for that." <laughs> she was getting you prepared. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you." Well, you can't. Okay, we'll talk about how she spoilers didn't say, work. It wasn't like a moment um, from uh, She Hulk. Or mm-hmm. wait, was it was it She Hulk? There are so many shows. I know there's a ton um, right now that I'm oh, trying yeah. to keep. She Hulk when she ruins. Um, oh yeah, where Madison ruins it for Wongers. Yeah, the Sopranos. Hulk, but like she was very specific. You just yeah. got feelings. Right. Yeah, that's where true. Where she could have been. It's sad at the end when blah 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 blah. My my kids, Marin and Ben, especially my two youngest, are very bad about spoiling movies. <laughs> if they have seen it and I haven't. I cannot watch the movie with them because I know that they'll be like, oh, this is the part where this happens. I'm like, well, great. And usually it's a kid's movie, so it's not a big deal. Like, I'm yeah. not going to get upset about a kid's movie being spoiled. But yeah. they need to get better at that I, as they I, get older or friend, else I'm not going to watch movies with I have them. a friend who hates watching movies with me that I've seen that he hasn't, especially if it's like a comedy. Yeah. Because I'll start giggling when I know something funny's coming up. And he's like... I. I can see that. I, that would probably be a problem I, with you, Tracy. I could see that. If being I have the seen issue. it before and I know that it's coming, I'll start giggling. And you would never. You would never spoil oh, a movie. I have no poker face. Yeah. I. I like. I, I've watched the mole on Netflix, and I'm like, I could never do that show because I would. I would completely be like, well, it's me. So it sounds like <laughs> when we go to Disneyland together, we're gonna have to stop in Vegas and play oh, some cards with Tracy. Totally, you guys would clean up. <laughs> you would clean up against me. Absolutely. All right. I mean, we can do that at home. We don't have to go to Vegas. That's true. It's cheaper. It's but on cheaper. the way to Disney, okay, we'll yeah. stop well, over yeah. Vegas. Yeah, everything's better on the way to Disney. Well, yeah, but Vegas on the way home isn't as good. No, no I got to do it on the way home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, way home, you just drive straight through. Because that's what stays with you. Like, if you go to Vegas and then you go to Disney, you've got all those Disney memories. Yeah. If you and hit then Vegas you drop all that home, off and just bring cigar smoke yeah. back with you. Nobody well, wants it used to be cigar smoke. Now it's a different kind of smoke. Yeah, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's still it's all, smoke. It's all. There are a lot of smells <laughs> happening. But there is one very dominant smell yeah. nowadays. So my, <clears throat> this will be a surprise <laughs> to both of you. My wife and I have not been overly exposed to certain things okay. in this world. Okay. And for our 15th wedding anniversary, we went to Las Vegas. And uh, we, as we walked down the strip, we kept like, why? There's like a ton of skunks around here. It is so skunky. <laughs> and then we realized what it was. Oh. And, and then, yeah, it made we more sense. We got hot boxed. Oh, I'm sure. Like, oh. No, we, because the last time I went, we went to see a comedy show. And I, Dave had never been to Old Town with the Old Strip. Okay, oh, yeah. So we stayed at one of those hotels, and you walk out, and you're, it's the Old Strip, but they now have it covered, yeah. right? Yeah, with the, and they've got, like, the light show up in yeah. there. Yeah, and it was just, you're just getting hot boxed in there. Oh, I like, oh I'm there's, sure. You, it, all don't, enclosed. It's bad enough on the Strip where it's open. You get where it's enclosed. Yeah. Well, my favorite Ooh. is, here's the thing. I'm not trying to <laughs> rail against anybody who 
who partakes in sure. marijuana or whatever. Um, I don't know if that's going to get us in trouble for saying that. <laughs> Way to go, okay. Jake. I have been so careful. You that have, and that was really <laughs> bad. Uh, it's fine. And, and in a lot of places, it is now legal, and so I have to respect the yeah. law, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it is so interesting because in Vegas, it's actually not legal on the Strip. Right. Yeah. And they've got signs posted everywhere letting yeah. you know cares. that. Yeah. And just like everything else in Vegas, nobody cares. I just want to know what you did there. Yeah, it was It was weird People for ask you. that question did a lot. Did you go see shows and sit so by the pool? when we went, a lot of the shows weren't open yet. We went because it was cheap. Oh, okay. Because it was like April of 2021 That's when right. we went. And, but it was it nice enough to sit by the pool and like have yeah, some, so go to some good restaurants? Yeah, so we did that. They had like a, a Marvel display there that we oh, went and cool. saw that had like a bunch of stuff from the movies. Um, we went to some restaurants. We went to like one of the Gordon Ramsay restaurants nice. there and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because I could go to Vegas and just eat. Yeah, the oh, yeah. food is, yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we after we were only there for a couple of days, and we're after like, a couple of days, we're like, enough. yeah, this is enough. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah, it's not it's not our scene. Right. A lot it's of people really scene. love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that's great. But um, without the shows being there, there really wasn't a lot for us yeah. to go. I feel like yeah. I'm too and old do. and tired for Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's like the other I know thing. there are people that are older than me and still go, but it's because they have energy and they stay up past nine o'clock. When, when like I go they to, go clubbing, they go drinking, I go to a they concert go party. Now, I can't. I always think yeah. that unless it's unless it's seating for the entire room. Yeah. If there's like any kind of open space in the yeah. front, I'm like I'm going to stand back here because I don't want to get involved in any of the jumping. Oh, or I just went to or, Guar. Oh. And I was in it, man. Yeah, wow. we saw the pictures. Like Dave was really in it. Yeah, <laughs> I went to I the one that I remember the most is when I saw Social Distortion. Oh, and I was up towards the front because I'd never seen them before, and I really liked their music. And and then after about five minutes, I'm like, I'm going to get killed if I stay. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm going to go way in the back and just enjoy the show. Well, it, it was. Like, it, I'm too old for this. It was interesting when we went, and this is again, I, nobody cares, but. When we went, it was um, Final Four weekend. Oh, okay. And this was, like, people had their shots now, so people were finally starting to travel again, and it was packed in Vegas. But a bunch of stuff still wasn't open, so there was no place for these people to go. So it was just a ton of people walking up and down the Strip, or, like, everywhere you went that was open was just extremely packed. And so that was the only thing that I was like, at a different time, maybe I would enjoy this more, but I don't know that I really... Yeah. yeah, Vegas. Speaking of, I'll be there in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah, a Magic for, the Gathering conference. Yeah, I mean, that's a it's good time. Work. doesn't matter where yeah. it is. Magic the Gathering? I don't know. I just got my first Magic card from my friend. Um, he was hoping it would spark, and I'm like, calm down. But it's a pin trading <laughs> Magic card. Oh, oh, interesting. So that's how he's trying to get you in. Yeah, I'm like, I just started D&D. Just calm down. So... A, a few years ago, we bought a, like a starter deck for Magic the Gathering because we're like, well, let's figure this out and figure out yeah. how to play this. People seem to like it. I was so confused on how to do it and what to do, and I was like, I don't know what we're... So it went up in our closet shelf, and I think it's still sitting there to this oh, day. Wow. Probably, probably like vintage now. No, it's not, it wasn't like, that long oh, ago. Oh, okay. Vintage, because Magic the Gathering, that was when I was in middle school and high school is when that started coming out. I was in college. Some of those cards are worth millions. (laughs) I know. Some of them are very, I don't know what it is. I just saw, like, there was one with a black Dahlia on it that's Uh, worth, like, $500,000. I saw that the other day. That's crazy. Yeah, the artwork and everything. Well. So, anywho. Now we have gone completely off the rails. (laughs) But it wasn't for very long. No, it was good. So many people have blamed so many things (laughs) on Vegas. All right, well, let's give this a grade. The Book of Life. Tracy, we'll start with you. 
Uh, I'm going to go A minus on this one. I, wow. I feel like we're at the Oscars I, right I now. Lo- <laughs> I know this music is They're very playing epic. me off. No, stop it. Um, no, but I, I love the animation. I think the vocal work is great. I think the script is really clever. Um, the, towards the end, that where he has the bullfight, I thought was great. I love that he was never afraid of being a bullfighter. He was afraid of being himself. Um, the messaging behind it. I really think this is a really underrated um, film, and it's one that I could watch again very easily. So I'm going A- minus on this one. I also think it's fairly underrated, and I think there's a lot to see here that's super special. But even when I got to the end again and I and I enjoyed it, it, it for me, it wasn't like one that I'm just like, I loved it so much that I need to collect things or go back to it or, you mm-hmm. know, like... Wally for me is, and I know some people oh. don't like Wally, but like everybody has Those something. Those people are wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Careful. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, it was, it pushed the boundaries visually, which I loved. I liked the story. I liked how creative the, creative the director got with mm-hmm. his own culture um, and like introducing people to that and really opening that up. Um, and I mean, I, for me, it's a solid B. Um, just because I'm probably going to forget about it again and then be reintroduced to it again in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I hope more people see it, right. um, and I really appreciate it and respect it. It just didn't hit my magical place of like wanting to watch it over and over and I over. I downsized a bunch of my Funko Pops, but I kept my Book of Life ones because nice. yeah. they're really cool. Yeah. 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 No, the, the visuals, again, are so amazing. Right. Yeah. And there you go. There's the difference between an A minus grade and a B grade. You yep. kept the collectibles. She said she's not buying collectibles, so she's going to forget there about it and watch it again in a few years. Uh, I this is a, an interesting thing. I don't know that I liked the movie. Okay, like it was fine, but I also recognize there's a lot of really good stuff about the movie. So the, for me, this is one of those where I'm I'm going to give it a B, even though I'm not probably going to go back and watch it again anytime soon. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that it really thrilled my kids that much, but I also recognize even though I didn't care for the animation as much in the style that they chose I also recognize it's really beautiful and amazing work and very stylized it's like me we respect it of everything that came out of it it's just not our jam yeah that's that's where I'm at there's nothing wrong with that people keep telling me to go back and watch Clone Wars and I can't get past the first three seasons of animation I can't do it I tried listen I've said enough to upset Star Wars fans (laughs) on this show But I'm, I'm, I'm just going to agree with both of you. I, I have tried Clone Wars multiple times, and I'm just like... I've been told I to start at season four it. and just go from there, and yeah. then I would get it. So maybe I will. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see. It's hard because there's so much out there that yeah. you want to watch. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's just so low on my list after I've tried so, so many times. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you go. We want to thank Maria's again for letting us come and crash their restaurant here. Come check and out their eat food. Their food is really amazing. You know, and they're not uh, paying us to say this. Like, no, we we're paying for our food. Here, right? yeah. <laughs> we actually chose the place first and the movie second, this I believe. Is, yeah. This is a good so, point. Yeah. Yeah. And it um, kind of just worked out. And, yeah. it, and it wasn't, I wasn't, when I suggested Book of Life, it wasn't because of no. being at a Mexican restaurant. It was it because was, it's Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween, and we wanted to do something that was a little different, that yeah. wasn't quite as 
obvious yeah. to pick. Yeah. yeah. We do have a another um, Disney trivia night coming up that we're yes. going to be doing in November to raise money. American Cancer Society. We should have started there. Why didn't we start? Didn't I'm sorry, Tracy. No, we should have started man. with you're that. Good. Tell us what is happening November at the Midway on November 18th. 18th. It's a Friday. We're going to start about 6 o'clock. We'll go to about 11. We're doing Disney trivia. We did something similar uh, around Halloween last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have Disney trivia. We've got Disney raffle prizes. Um, Val's got a lot of movie stuff swag from the studios that she's yeah. going to have some available. Disney, some uh, D23 stuff I'm going to be giving yeah. away. Really cool stuff. I've got a um, Funko Pop uh, signed by De- 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 Diane, can't speak, Diane Guerrero, um, who um, was Isabella in Encanto. Um, a Jody Benson Little Mermaid print signed um, that we're giving away. Um, just all sorts of really cool Disney stuff. And then we've got a few other things. We've got a, a smoker to give away. Um, we're going to be at the Midway. Midway is out on 72nd. It um, is a 21 and over. 21 and yep. over event. So don't come on down and hang out. But even if you don't I'm going to be bringing my kid yeah. for the first time. I know. Hey. That's exciting. And just got to let you know, like, she's participating in the trivia. She's so. going to kick everybody's butts. But she's I also told her to bring money so she can, <laughs> buy, so she can be buying uh, raffle tickets and such. So... Um, yeah, if you can't make it, we totally get it. Mm-hmm. Some of you aren't located in Utah. We appreciate your support. Um, anyway, we are going to post and pin at the top of our Facebook page the link where you can go and donate to Tracy's campaign to raise money. His goal, if you don't know, $5,000. $5,000 is the, is the goal. And right now, we're about 38, 37, 38. So we're, we're so close. close. But we, would, we would love if in we the coming push weeks. push that over the edge. Yeah. We want to get to the $5,000 mark. We know you guys are great. We saw so many of you at FanEx who came out and supported us. We saw you at Sharknado when you came out and supported us. And we love that. We think that our our audience, you guys, can really put us over the edge Absolutely. to get us over that 5000 And we would really appreciate the support uh, and, to make and that And that's happen. the thing is anything we raise 100% goes to the American Cancer Society. And they're like in the top 1% of uh, charities in terms of putting the money that they receive into the actual... Um, cancer research. They yeah. provide housing. Like I've got a friend who is going through cancer treatment right now up at the U at the Huntsman Cancer Center, and she's staying at the the American Cancer Society housing that they do not charge for um, because she's got to travel several hours and then to get chemotherapy all day. She can't yeah. just turn around and drive no. back home. Yeah. Um, they provide rides for people to get to their appointments and stuff like that, and just yeah. the research. And the knowledge and American Cancer Society, I, I can't think of anybody that's not been affected by cancer yeah. in some way, shape, or yeah. form. So come on out, enjoy, even if, like I said, even if you don't drink, they've got great food. We're going to have a lot of fun. Disney trivia, um, there'll probably be some karaoke. Um, <laughs> You're you threatening know. us with that? <laughs> <laughs> Stay late enough. That. There Stay late be. enough. There's probably going to be some karaoke, but but um, it should be a lot of fun. We're we're grateful to the Midway for letting us come and do that uh, there, and really we just appreciate any support we can get. So come out, join us, have fun. If you can't join us, we will have the link where you can donate uh, on even, our page. Even five dollars, yeah, helps. So. Every little bit helps us get there to that goal, um, and and that's just one person in, in your group that's doing this, right? Yeah. I mean, Tracy's part of a larger group that's um, raising money for their running. Our Disney group, in the five years that American Cancer Society has been working with Run Disney, um, we have now become their second largest 
sponsor. That's awesome. In all of the Run Disney events. That's awesome. Um, I believe our group that's just doing just Disney World uh, Marathon Weekend, I believe that we are now over $100,000. Uh, $100, nice. That's incredible. Totally um, That's incredible. Raised, so, so, yeah. Awesome. Come be part of that. Um, great work. Uh, we would love to see you. And we have some other great things planned and coming up for you guys. We're going to have some more content. We're going to go live more often. Uh, things like that. You're going to see the three of us together more. Threatening that, us with that. Yeah, I know. That's a, <laughs> we're just throwing out all sorts of threats. So Next did we time just I'll get the memo friends? on blue. Yeah. We're yeah. blue today. I have a Man. little bit of blue. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You're Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys both wore movie shirts, and I, you know. Well, you're wearing a really important shirt. Well, and all I did was wear this shirt that talks about raising money for cancer. But, <laughs> but it is a sweet shirt. It is a sweet. Roosevelt's. Oh, yes. My shirt is sweet. But yeah. your shirt is sweet, too. Now, yours is, too. I Thanks. like Kong. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, com- I, like, I commented on Val's shirt. Is it Kong Skull Island? No, it's the newest movie. Yeah, the King Kong, Kong versus... Oh, oh, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla but, versus But I think Kong. it has a very Halloween-ish look because does, he's yeah. kind of like in front of the... Sun or moon, mm-hmm. some kind circular of, yeah. light. Dave has uh, the God, Team Godzilla shirt. Okay. That's our relationship. He's Pepsi and Godzilla. I'm Coke and Kong. But you guys make it work somehow. We do. Yeah. It's a magical, You're magical It's, it's a miracle. And I got to say, Dave is going to be at the uh, event, and Dave is hilarious. So yeah. come out, meet Sammy. My daughter's going to be there. Yeah, come meet Sammy, yeah. meet Dave, hang out with I, us. If you came to our Sharknado event, I think you'll have to agree <laughs> that oh. Dave really made that event special. Yeah. Well, and whoever yeah. just won uh, the, the $600 tattoo gift certificate just uh-huh. came and got their tattoo the oh, other nice. day. He texted me and said the winner is here. And um, again, he didn't make anything that day because that person went in with that gift certificate and That's he donated like a six hour tattoo. He donated that is that so cool. Is time which he'll probably be donating again. What uh, um, what did the guy or the person? I don't get, know. You know. I didn't oh, ask. Okay. Sorry. I think I, I know who it asleep. is. We can talk about it off air. <laughs> I don't know what they got, but we can talk about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do remember who won. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but all super exciting stuff. Um, we are going to be out in the community more. I think mm-hmm. we've kind of finally, yeah, trying to get back out there, yeah. which is what we always wanted to do yeah. with this show anyway. Yeah. I mean, COVID threw everything off, so, yeah. Great. We've said marijuana and COVID on the show. Now it'll <laughs> never make the airwaves. But we didn't but say. But we are getting applause. That's true. <laughs> well, thank, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you share us with your friends. Um, and if you subscribe and listen to us on uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, again, we'd love it if you would share us with those that you think might be interested in listening to us, which is probably everybody. I, I would imagine who wouldn't, wouldn't want to listen to us <laughs> talk about nonsense and movies for an hour. I'd be shamed if they don't like Wally. Yeah, and they'd be shamed if they don't like Wally. <laughs> but you don't have friends that don't like Wally. No. Let's be honest. You listen to us, so you've got better taste than that. <laughs> Wow. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we won't see you at the movies. Bye. Bye. This has been an Age of Geek media production.